Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in. Thursday night football is already here. I know it felt like a little bit of a delay. No college football on this week, but we have the NFL. It's back in action. We got Cowboys Saints Thursday night football. And, you know, some people are, you know, maybe trying to build up this storyline just a little bit. We got, you know, potentially Taysom Hill taking some snaps in that New Orleans Saints uh, quarterback position. I know that's going to impact both the props and, uh, you know, the showdown slate as well from Kevin's perspective. So, Kevin, how are you uh, How are you feeling maybe initially about the overall, like, spread and total? Four and a half points uh, for the Saints, 48 and a half point total. Do you like anything uh, in that game market? Yeah, I typically lean towards liking the the Saints, even when it goes against every instinct in my body. Right, and right. this is one of those instances. The thing is, I can't figure out. Maybe you can tell me when you're looking at this. If you have Trevor Simeon or if you have Taysom Hill in there or any combination thereof, does it does it matter for you if you're thinking who, uh, like whether the Saints should be you know, discounted more their, you know, neutral field team strength number with one quarterback right. versus another. Do you have any opinion? Um, I think that they would be, in my opinion, I would have them slightly higher with Taysom Hill at quarterback. And I do think, so going into the what season, about Taysom this Hill is what, with plantar fasciitis. I just, yeah, neither. I partial, think partially torn something also, which is <laughs> something worse than or fully the other. Torn. I'm I can't believe they paid things. him then. I can't believe he paid, they paid him then just two weeks ago. So I don't know. A million but dollar contract doesn't get you what, what it used does, to. No, no, it does not. Apparently not. So, but no, um, I do think going into the season, obviously, Jameis Winston, he was their best option. He, they actually looked yeah. pretty good from that perspective. Uh, but I'm intrigued to see what they can actually game plan with Taysom Hill. I don't think Trevor Simeon uh, is anywhere close to the answer. I thought they should probably go to Taysom Hill right away. So even if he is a little banged up, maybe that's the reason why they didn't go to him right away. I'm maybe. excited to see that wrinkle. I don't know exactly. Um, I do think it provides maybe a little bit more. Uh, you know, upside, but this is a spot where I'm I'm in agreement with you. I do think the Saints are maybe the only play on the spread. Um, you know, but Cowboys are getting healthier. I think they're gonna have Mari Cooper back, CD Lamb. Uh, so they're gonna have their full complement of skill position players. Uh, the market seems to have reacted just a little bit to that uh, aspect, kind of moving in their direction throughout the week. But I don't know. I think I think the Saints are only gonna cover if this is a really ugly matchup. And I mean, I could easily see a number of scenarios where you know the Cowboys. Put it all together offensively again. Um, who knows for sure? I do Wait, think the well, same defense is a little bit. What do you think about the fact that Amari Cooper is uh, just walking through the facility, coughing on everybody? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is that is the element. I mean, because like obviously, you know, 
there is still this COVID this question over the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And but people don't know how serious it is, and it's, you know, it seems to have at least. You know, like in the situations very infrequently this season that we have seen it, uh, it's kind of gone the reverse of how a lot of people actually projected it. So I'm kind of surprised to see the market not move in the Saints' direction throughout the week. Is maybe my takeaway of it. So maybe it's not as serious. I'm not quite sure. But uh, this is a really interesting aspect from all of those perspectives, right? So, um, you know, if there is anything on the game spread in total, are you seeing any value in the player prop market or showdown just based on all the uncertainty that we have kind of heading into this matchup? Yeah, it's a really weird one, right? Because we don't know if we're going to have Taysom or not. And that is highly um, important when we're talking about any props that may be available on different New Orleans Saints players. And then on the flip side, Cooper looks like he's going to play. He's going to be activated. CeeDee Lamb is going to play. We don't know for Cooper in in particular how much he's going to be used. Jerry Jones talking about Ezekiel Elliott. Well, first we heard Ezekiel Elliott is going to be ramp down and then yeah. uh jerry jones is talking about some serious loads i, I, don't, I don't even want to get into that but there's a serious load in the <laughs> more, plan more, for more Ezekiel conflict yeah. you know don't yeah don't use your imagination with that one so um we don't know what's going on here so i think the only thing we can really do is just look at overs for quarterback rushing yards and then and then hammer <laughs> that the option i mean that's the thing right so we look at the player props tool right now we don't have uh really anything on saints running backs we obviously have nothing on the saints quarterback yeah. so we're really looking at uh you know a handful of cowboys props uh and then some wide receiver situations for the new orleans saints uh and so there's really only like five spots that have value four of those are under uh two of those basically are dak prescott to go under 1.5 passing touchdowns the other one other one under 0.5 interceptions maybe you're you know uh maybe there's a scenario there if you do think that the saints could potentially um you know keep it close in a really yeah. ugly matchup that's the only game script that makes sense to me from that perspective but i do agree with you dak prescott over 9.5 rushing yards i mean that's the one that jumps out to even though he didn't get there on Thanksgiving uh, and that was basically my biggest swing of the entire weekend unfortunately so I'm, I'm not quite ready to go back to that one yet but I'm curious about maybe then your thoughts on uh, the Saints wide receiver unit we do show a little bit of value on Deontay Harris to go under 33.5 receiving yards he you know this is getting it's not necessarily crowded from a good perspective but there's just a lot of guys here who are running routes I think they're running almost like six deep right now um, and it, that kind of affects the, you know, your outlook in the showdown slate as well. But, you know, Traquan Smith involved, Marcus Callaway, uh, Ty Montgomery kind of splitting, you know, areas between the slot and the backfield. Lil Jordan Humphrey was involved last week, Juwan Johnson, and then Deontay Harris. So he had, uh, I want to say, the sixth highest percentage of offensive snaps at the wide receiver position among those guys. I think the play is maybe him to go under 33.5 receiving yards. Uh, But what do you kind of make of the overall uh, Saints receiving unit? Is there anybody that you would conceivably touch based on Taysom Hill potentially getting some snaps? I mean, not really. It's tough to tell because even when they played Hill last year, there was some concern about him taking away from the passing game to Kamara and to the running backs and then throwing him more downfield. I think guys like, if I remember correctly, guys like Michael Thomas actually did okay as far as target share, but then he runs it a ton too. So yeah, I like the under there for Harris. I mean, any, I think that's a decent number, even if it was Trevor Simeon playing. So taking an under there sounds interesting. I mean, the top value that we have on the board here, which I could maybe talk myself into is plus 170 on Dak going under one and a half touchdowns. If this is 
a little bit of a grinded out game with Taysom in there. Uh, Tony Pollard and you know uh, and, and Zeke are both Zeke's both, getting the full load like you they said, both have so. healthy loads they both have right. their own loads they're all loaded up <laughs> both of those guys uh, if that all happens um, and you know maybe they'll run a a, a jet sweep maybe CD CD Lamb's load will also come into play on this one you never know. <laughs> Um, so all that combined together just to say that, yeah, going under on Dak, I wouldn't hate also. Okay. Okay. You, I think you talked me to that one. I did look at that Plus and I was like, seven. man, I just, so. yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, you only need to tap in what, 37% of the time I should actually have that number right in front of me, but you can go to the player props tool. You can actually do it yourself, uh, on that particular tool if you want to, because, you know, we have options here at PFF.com trying to give the betters everybody else, what they need from a betting perspective. So, yeah, you really only need uh, – I'm not even looking at the right prop right now, actually. Um, but you need Dak Prescott basically uh, break even 37% of the time. So I don't hate that one, I guess, as well. Um, so let's talk about showdown, right? We talked about all, you know, how this situation's playing out from uh, understanding a lot of uncertainty – are you thinking, even though you're saying that you know Dak Prescott could go under 1.5 passing touchdowns, do you like him uh, as a captain or flex spot? And how are you kind of approaching uh, the captain position specifically? Yeah, let me uh, let me pull up the old numbers here. So for the captain spot, I see I see some value on Zeke, which is kind of gross because he has the third highest salary on here below Kamara. But I just think his his he's just his. The amount that he's going to be rostered is going to be pretty depressed here with everyone down on him. He's supposedly injured, all that sort of stuff. So I think that he's going to have a similar rostership as someone like Tony Pollard, and I still think there's a lean there. So he I have a little bit of a lean with him, uh, a little bit with Dalton Schultz also. Other than that, it's pretty muddled for the captain spot. And then when we go to the flex spot, both quarterbacks look good per usual. And if you dig down a little bit further, they're just going to be such low roster numbers for Callaway and Traquan Smith that both of those guys are showing up too, along with the Cowboys defense, which I'm not sure if that one will get home necessarily or not or how that affects Taysom Hill being there. But he's been known to turn the ball over, so I don't hate that one. Right. Yeah, that is really interesting. I do think, um, you know, some further down dart throws, if you can fit uh, both quarterbacks in at the flex position, and the only way you're probably going to do that is maybe going more of the Dalton Schultz route at uh, captain as opposed to Ezekiel Elliott. But I am I am intrigued with what you said, you know, about Elliott kind of being that guy. Do you think he's going to be uh, the highest rostered uh, player at the captain position, probably outside of Dak Prescott? Is that kind of how you uh, rank them right now? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what we hear about the health of of uh, Kamara. Because yeah, Kamara right, right. would be number one by far um, if he's healthy. I still have him at number one, and then I have Dak number two, and then maybe even CD Lamb, Lamb thir- third okay. here. And then it starts to dip into some other guys because a little bit of a depressed projection, I think, in people's minds for what would happen with Elliot. Otherwise, Elliot would probably be there around third, a little bit above Lamb in, in your normal setup for this type of matchup. Yeah, definitely. I think Schultz is kind of interesting, like you said a little bit earlier. Yeah. You know, Amari Cooper, obviously him back in the fold, I think a lot of people are potentially going to overlook him. So I don't mind that a little bit. Obviously, he got the touchdown last week. Didn't really do a, whole, a ton else, but uh, maybe he's a spot they could definitely be 
involved, especially with, you know, some of the issues, you know, or spots that it can potentially be taken advantage of in that Saints secondary. So I like that quite a bit. Do you think, uh, you know, the Saints defense, that's, I guess that's kind of a contrarian play, even though that we do have them as uh, the fourth best unit, according to PFF's opponent, just to grades. Do you think they are uh, at all showing you any leverage or any sort of thing like that uh, in the flex position? Yeah, it's it's about it's about even for them. I mean, I think that their number is going to be a little bit lower. I guess they've been a little bit less of a ball hawking sort of unit this right. year, which is important. Dak doesn't take a lot of sacks, so that also is a factor that go into this. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether or not the Saints uh, unit can keep down Zeke's load or not. Right. That's the key. That is the key to the, you know, showdown. It's probably going to be the key to everything at this point. So we'll see. Is there any other, you know, final bits of wisdom, any bold predictions that you want to make for this Thursday night match? Are you uh, thinking it's basically going to go uh, pretty much as we would expect from both the betting market uh, and our own personal analysis? Well, I mean, again, the Saints. I think the Saints are a better team. Than mo- People hate the Saints. And I think right. I almost every single week, if you had a casual fan look at what the betting spread was for a particular week, they would be shocked to see where the Saints are right. um, versus these teams. And, you know, they are a top half type of team. Whether they'll end up coming through or not, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But the Cowboys have struggled on occasion. So I think that would be the the game script that I would look at and that people may be surprised by is the Saints defense being able to man up with their corners, being able to play strong run defense and being able to hold down the Cowboys offense more than some people are expecting because people think Cooper back, Lamb's back, you know, Zeke and Pollard are are, are both there um, and that they'll just be firing on all cylinders. And that may not be the case. This is not the Falcons defense that they're playing against. There we go. I actually, I do. I mean, that's basically what PFF's betting model is projecting. So that's kind of how, you know, we would expect expect that game to play out. I got to ask you one final question. Percentage of snaps that Taysom Mill plays at quarterback here on Thursday night football. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll say I'll say ninety. I mean, if he gets in okay. there, he's going to be in there. So he's going to be in there the whole. Th- you don't think there. it's going to be like they a fifty percent? They may do some. Um, there's probably some wildcat action. You know, they'll probably take take Taysom out wide, even if he's in there on every single play. They may they may set him out wide sometimes and do some wildcat with Kamara or with uh, Ingram. I think that's def- that's almost a guarantee that they'll do it at least once or twice during the game if Hill's the starter. But you still think he's going to be in there for now? You don't think it's going to be like any sort of split snap percentage or anything? Well, who like knows? Maybe it could be. I mean, right? I, you have to be pretty concerned about this potential right. foot issue, though, with Hill. But maybe right. they just won't play him at all. Because if he can't run well, then he is just it's, completely it's worthless. D- yeah, right, right. I mean, then you're much better off with you know Trevor sitting yeah. back there just yeah, slinging it. So. Definitely. All right, that is interesting. Obviously, a very interesting match about Thursday Night Football. Make sure you check out Kevin Cole's showdown analysis. It's going to be out on PFF.com first thing and Thursday. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of betting content, everything else for you at PFF.com. So make sure you check it out. Cyber40 is the promo code that you want to use to get 40% off uh, PFF Elite subscription. That is the only way that you can get all the betting tools that we talked about on the PFF betting podcast. From Ben Brown, joined by Kevin Cole. We appreciate you all listening in.